When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The people have been asking, when, when puppy? When puppy three? Well, today, today is puppy three. Underdog Fantasy launched their third puppy, the biggest, the one everyone's, everyone's been waiting for, a million-dollar prize pool, $5 entry. And I couldn't think of a better guest to bring on for the opening day of the puppy than my coworker, Jeff Edelstein, who is drafting a marathon of puppy teams today. Um, he tried, he's, he's trying to get to 50 puppy drafts in one day. So we're going to try to knock out one of those here on stream, draft it with you guys. Have a little bit of fun. It's puppy three time. All right, Jeff. Yeah. The first, so <clears throat> I, I, I got to get straight into it. You said before we, we hopped on, I saw your tweet. You've made it through 27. Yeah. Puppy drafts in how, in how long, how, how is this? A, thank you for joining me. B, how has your day got? Like you're showing up here to draft another team and you've been like nonstop drafting best ball teams. I feel like this is a long day for you. I have been nonstop drafting best ball teams without like trying to like, poke too much fun at it this is like the most mental energy i've expanded like <laughs> consecutively i can't remember the last time i mean i've been going non i mean i was waiting for it to, i was up at 6 30 waiting for it to drop it didn't drop until like a little after 11 i did one draft and i was talking to you trying to get everything set up on my end yep. fight week um but i uh around noon is when i went hardcore i was doing three or four an hour non-stop until about a half hour ago like no breaks just just go and carry my computer to the bathroom the whole nine yards <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was just gonna say i was just gonna say i've done the marathon thing kind of like like you were doing and it is it sounds really silly right we work in like fantasy sports and gambling and stuff and right. you're like complaining about you know uh being exhausted from drafting fantasy football <laughs> teams but like when you really try to like sit down and do a bunch of drafts at once and whatever it's like it's exactly like what you said you're like I got to go to the bathroom, but I'm about to be on the clock and like, you know, like I want to eat lunch and yeah. I, and I can't because I got four drafts going at once. It is really kind of a, a crazy thing, but we're in this weird stage. Um, I'm really excited that you did this with the puppy three because these puppies on underdog specifically are filling so fast, yes. you know, like the, and this one's already what 10 plus percent full I know. in, in, 
in however many hours. Uh, that's just crazy. Or it's, you know, it's going to be, it's going to fill in like two weeks and it's a huge contest. And so you kind of have to do what you're doing at some point if you want to, to max these contests or get a lot of entries into them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would not recommend doing what I did. Today. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I get, I don't want to like, so this is what happened yesterday. I, I text, texted like my boss, you know, I write for us bet sports on covering the gambling industry, but you know, they let me have some fun with this stuff. I said, listen, I got an idea. Let's, let's see how many best balls, you know, drafts I could do in a day. And I'll write about it. He's like, great idea. I'm like, Oh man, I, I, I wasn't entirely sure I wanted to do this, but uh, I did it. You know, I sat down, I did, you know, I mean, the looks I was getting my wife, you know, God bless her. She could not comprehend what the hell was going on. I'm actually, I had to leave the house. There's too many people at my house, <laughs> at her office. It was, it was crazy. She's like, you're getting paid for this? I'm like, no, I'm paying to do it. She's like, yeah. well, well, I understand. I go, you don't need to understand. When I win a million bucks or 200 grand or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is, that is, you just like summed up my, your day today is my life in a nutshell. <laughs> where it's like, you're like, I'm trying to explain to my wife what I'm doing. And it's like, so you're going to talk to internet strangers on YouTube about fantasy football in May. Yeah, <laughs> the football yeah. season doesn't start for forever, or you know, you're gonna draft thousands of teams. You know, I'm probably, you know, I'm definitely gonna get into the four figures of right. drafts or whatever <laughs> this year, and it's like that's that seems crazy to to you know a lot of people, but I do think um, it's fun to see someone like you kind of dive into it a little bit. And I'm curious uh, before we hop into this puppy draft, is there any like thing that you've kind of like learned right that the, the you learn by doing right. Like yeah. the plate, whether it's just like you could have like a player you like or things you have kind of figured out from firing off that many drafts you learn by doing, it's easy to sit back if you haven't drafted a bunch and say, Oh, I like this or I don't. But once you do, once you do 27 drafts in three hours or whatever, <laughs> you learn a lot. And is there anything that you specifically, you know, has, has come to your mind? Yeah. I mean, I always knew that I, I have a hard time getting off like my, my favorites, I guess, for lack of a better term, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I went into this, you know, when I started drafting two months ago or whatever, like I knew like, I, they were, you know, the giants were falling to me. I love the giants this year. You know, I, oh. I, like, I, well, I, I mean, I, I like the idea of the giants. Are you, uh, oh, so I, I actually don't know this. We should probably should have talked about this before, but um, are you a fan of any team uh, specifically or anything like that? Or you're yeah. just, you're, you just like the giants. Brian Dayball, new team, uh, you know, Saquon, Tony, everything. You're excited about the Giants. Yeah. I mean, if you look at that, I mean, you look at, you know, uh, Tony and, and Galloway and uh, Wendell and Barkley, and you and you just eliminated uh, the Giants logo from them and put them, say, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> yeah, on the that's... Cowboys or on the Chiefs. I, people would be, like, you know, falling over themselves to draft these guys. So, anyway, mm -hmm. the, the point I'm making is that, like, I, have a, I know that I have a hard time getting off, like, my favorite players, right? Um, and I, doing this three or four drafts at a time over six hours or whatever, you know, I kept going back to see like where my, uh, you know, where I was landing percentage wise. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, uh, you know, I can't not keep taking the guys that I want to take. And I know that's probably the wrong, you know, I want, you want to spread it out a little bit. You know, I, today I, I think I had like five or four or five one ones and I wanted to split it up between McCaffrey and Taylor, but like, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. I just kept going back to McCaffrey. You know, I just, you know, I just think he's a better pick. So, you know, I that I, I think 
I, I wish I did it differently a little bit. I wish I was able to like, you know, break away a little bit from what I loved. Okay. But you know, maybe in six, seven months, I'll be like, oh, thank God I stuck with my gun. Yeah, you know? that's that, 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 that's the thing. You you are outlining. I love that you mentioned that. That's such a <clears throat> because it's a very polarizing subject in the entire best ball space. Basically, do I stick to the player I think is the best pick at this point? The McCaffrey uh, Taylor thing is a good example, right? right? You get the 101. Jonathan Taylor is by ADP. Generally, people take him as the 101. A lot of people, and I, uh, I still take him at 101, but it's exactly because of what you said. I, I actually, I actually prefer Cooper Cup to both of them, <laughs> but I, t- but I take Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey because they're, I mean, they're awesome. Like Christian McCaffrey, I, I, who has anything negative to say about Christian McCaffrey? Jonathan Taylor is is an incredible football player. Scored twenty touchdowns last year. I, I don't want to have drafting at, at volume like I do. I don't want to have zero of those guys personally. Right. Right. I understand if you do, but I take that approach to those guys. However, on the opposite end, there are other guys who I don't necessarily take, take that approach to. And actually, some of the Giants are are, are examples. I, I take a lot of Saquon Barkley. Uh, Wandale Robinson is probably one of my favorite picks, like period, in, right. in all in all of drafts. And there are guys who I do that exactly like what you said. So I think there's always this balancing act of do I diversify around a little bit? Or do I just take my stand on those guys knowing it's it's more of a high risk approach, but it's also more of a high upside approach, right? I've created one path to win. If I take Christian McCaffrey every time I get the 101 or 102, I'm going to get more Christian McCaffrey, more shots. If he's right, I get I get a better chance to win as opposed to spreading it out. Right. I mean, unfortunately, with best ball, it's only going to take us like eight or nine lifetimes to get enough data. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, luckily for us, they, they do in season. So when, um, when the guys that I drafted 40% of get hurt in week three or whatever, they do in season contests, they do playoff contests. So we get a, we get a little bit of a reprieve from, uh, too much, too much torture last year. Um, you and I hadn't communicated last year, so I don't know how familiar, uh, you are. I had two, two big stands basically, uh, and they were both epic epic failures like the worst kind of failures you could possibly imagine trey lance yeah who obviously just basically never played right so congratulations on taking him in the ninth round or whatever when when he actually doesn't even play football and uh darrington evans became the like the brand play for me he was the late round running back that i had really tied tied myself to and the the crazy thing with him is that the bet was like Look, Derrick Henry is getting older. And just like what if something happens to Derrick Henry and they need somebody to play passing downs, even if Derrick Henry's healthy or whatever, he was the guy. Well, then he gets hurt. Darrington Evans gets hurt in the first preseason game and is never to be heard from again. And then Derrick Henry gets hurt and I get to watch Donta Foreman and uh, Dontrell Hilliard just like go crazy for fantasy. And I'm just losing my mind. So like, there's so many ways that this that this can all all play out. So there is no right answer, right? To the do I just take my guys or do I kind of spread it out? Yeah, I I mean I don't know. I I'm just gonna look at my exposures real fast here, and they you know it's it's a lot. You know I I guess I yeah. I, who are you? Who are you? Who what what are your highest exposures now through it through just in the put in this uh, or you could do it overall too. But I'm yeah. curious to see like how's today gone exposure wise. 
uh, how, I'm not even sure how to do it. You know, you, as you've learned from me today, like my <laughs> comfortable level around computers is lacking. <laughs> exposure for just the puppy or I have to be on, I think I gotta be on the desktop today. Like, you know, let's just, let's just go. I mean, my, I, I'll be honest with you. My exposure today was not that much different than yeah. what it would have been. Overall it's fine. Overall, but, yeah, no, I mean, Daniel Jones and Kadarius Tony. I mean, and, and Galladay. Love it. I mean, those are my top three, you know, at 48, 40, and 38%. Like, I have just a ton, you know, and a lot of that was taken very early, you know. So, like, I'm very happy with, like, you know, where my ADP landed yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that, you know, and then I like, have a lot of, like, high, ri- oh, God, this is terrible. Robert Tanyan, Noah Fan. Like, you know, these are, you know, because I would wait for tight ends and I, these are the guys, mm-hmm. these are the tight ends I like, you know. And it goes on from there, you know. And then, you know, it, you know, I got a lot of Godwin, a lot of Schuster, Irv Smith. I, I think I have Irv Smith on like every single team twice somehow. I'm not sure how that works, <laughs> but a lot of Irv Smith. But you know, and then it, it just it, it goes from there, you know. And it's like, so it's like, I mean, I, I, I again, the, the data. It's we still have so much to learn, but it does feel like it's as long as your early round picks don't get hurt, you win or lose this with your late round picks. Yeah, mid to late. Your your <clears throat> you your early round picks. I think I actually uh, you're you're queuing me up for something I said on Friday. I think actually on a sh- on a show here, so that people can go back and watch the draft we did on Friday, where literally I basically said because <clears throat> I think I took um, shit. I can't remember who I took in the first round, but I, t- I it was Debo. I took Debo in the second round, and I was talking about exactly like what you said. Do I think Debo is in the second round is going to be like the league winner, the Cooper Cup? No, like not at all. Like right. I, I, that's not even like actually in his range of outcomes. But I think Debo is a guy that, again, assuming health, right? You always have to kind of uh, right. caveat it. I can't really. I don't think I can't really like lose. It, is he a win in the second round? I don't know. Probably. You know. It. it you know. It, it's up to kind of the fantasy gods. Right. But I can't. I don't think assuming health, I can like really lose. And that's how I view those first couple of rounds, where it's like. That's why I lean a little more wide receiver heavy and I will do the JT and CMC thing, whatever. But I, I, I just like, please don't lose it for me, <laughs> you know, in those first couple of rounds. Cause then I just want, I want to find the Cooper cups. I want to find the Mark Andrews. I want to find last year's Debo. I want to find Amon Ross St. Brown and Rashad Penny. I want to find those guys in the later rounds. So um, totally agree with that. Should we, uh, should we hop in, hop in a draft? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, anything else that you have, uh, kind of learned today through your insight? Oh, geez. We're the, that, that's nice. Maybe we won't get all the people watching in the draft with us. We're the lat. We were, we were the, we were the 12th team to join and we get the one Oh three. So we're in, we're in real, we're in really good shape. I like it. Uh, what else? I, I'll tell you, I, I think, and I'm, this is probably not learning anything that's so earth shattering here, but it's, uh, Listen, I, I've been playing. I, 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 every, listen, I say this all the time. I've been playing fantasy football since 1986. If I'm not like one of the best players at this, then I don't deserve to be doing this, right? So I, I, I feel like I have just the, like it's in my bones, right? I feel like I know mm-hmm. what I'm doing. And early in the year, dra- you know, I try, I draft immediately, and I feel like there was a lot of edge to be had early in the year. I mean, yeah. I, and there was very few times today when I saw someone sitting around, when I saw like a player sitting there, you know too far out of their ADP where I'm like, Oh, I got to jump on this. I mean, we're talking, you know, maybe like, I remember I saw Josh Allen once I grabbed him at 41, 
you know, when he was like, you know, his ADP is like 30. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not going to pass it up. But it was rare that I was seeing like, you know, egregious mistakes out there today. Yeah. There was, yeah. Not, not a lot of like people, you know, not a lot of like four quarterbacks, first four pick kind of nonsense. You know, I, I think, you know, it's, 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 it's pretty tough out there right now. It is. It is. And that's, that's where, um, I've really gotten into the strategy um, with all the spike weeks. So, so we're, so JT and CMC go off. Who do you, are you a cup? Are you, are you taking the cup here? Okay, good. We're, we're definitely on the same, on the same page with, with uh, Cooper cup at one Oh three. What do you, what do you like um, uh, between Jefferson and chase at well, a are Jefferson and chase, like then definitely the next, the four and five for you. And do you have a preference between those two guys? You know, they are the four and five, although I have taken Eckler a few times at five. Um, that's the, I mean, that's the other thing I was doing today. I was like, also like I was getting bored of doing like my normal, like, yeah. So I, I was like, oh, let's, let's see what happens if I take three running backs in the first three picks, you know, and like just <laughs> playing around with stuff. Um, no, but yeah, I, I prefer Jefferson over Chase. Uh, I'm probably buying into the new coach narrative and, you know, the, the new offense, you know, Don, whatever. But, uh, you know, they're indoors. Jefferson is, you know, you know, come wintertime, he's going to be indoors more than Chase. And, you know, the Bengals, you know, there's always got to be that little bit of a hangover that you fear, you know. After, yeah. After they have a tough they, – they, they have a tough schedule. Jamar Chase is a superstar. Jamar Chase might already be the best wide receiver in the NFL. But he did, you know, he made a lot of big plays happen. He, he right. caught a lot of long touchdowns and – he could still be absolutely incredible and not be better than Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup, you know, and and that's what he has to be basically uh, to go where he goes. You brought up a really funny point where um, I think a lot of best ball, like especially if you're watching this, I mean, Spike Week is a, a year round best ball product. So the, these are like the people that are really into it, you know, been drafting pre NFL draft and stuff contests, right? you fall into this um, thing where you've been either drafting the same players constantly or like in the, the same structure constantly. Right. Like, like you said, I don't personally draft a lot of a, a lot of early running backs, right. but like if I draft five drafts today, I draft them all the fucking same way with the same players. You like as a human, you get bored. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's and so there's this an, another balancing act of, am I just getting bored and trying to do something different because I've done the same thing so many times, or am I doing something that is smart and that kind of thing? Was there anything that you ever that you felt like firing off so many drafts? Where was it like, ah, I, I keep taking the same players. I'm just gonna do it to be different, or I think I should like strategically build build my team a different way. No, well, it's interesting you said because I had the three running back build, which I haven't done since last year that I tried it. I mean, like, I, <laughs> I, you know, I, it's usually I'm going, you know, ideally I want to go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, and I'll, I'll wait to take a running back. Um, you are on the right channel if you are wide receiver heavy er, early. I'm, I, I knew that you were a perfect guest if you were smashing all the wide receivers early. But I did a few drafts today. I'll try to pull them up later. Where I did went, where I just went three running backs right off the bat, just to see what would happen. I ended mm -hmm. up very happy with a lot of those teams, and I think the reason probably is because you know I was doing a little zig where everyone else is tagging yep. a little bit, you know. So, but again, you know, talk to me. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> talk to me. Um, 
what are you we're about to be on the clock here is there anything that you've been uh kind of typically doing here you know late second early third round guys that jump out to you yeah i mean this is i i start getting nervous with the running backs here uh i i i think here i would just this is where i'd go hill and just hope for four or five huge weeks out of the guy okay are you how how do you feel about the 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 dolphin well there goes tyreek so never mind um what about these other wide receivers? I, I agree with you on on the running backs. I would be kind of okay with Aaron Jones, but I, what so, about what about T. AJ Brown, etc.? I think here I would probably reach for Keenan, even though I know okay. I'm ADP just to, just so that we have the, the week seventeen stack, which this year okay. you can't do without. Oh God, you're a wide receiver guy and a week seventeen guy. This is well, this the is, week seventeen. I, I I got into a big dis- uh, argument. I guess I was I was invited on Swolecast, which was you know a dream of mine, and I ended up like pissing Pete off because I like was saying this week seventeen thing. I don't know, you know. <laughs> there's so much has to go right to get there, you know. Yep. It's just, you know, obviously it's one piece of the puzzle, but you know. So all right, we're gonna have another decision here because now. Do we go? Do we go hardcore for that week seventeen and reach a little bit for Mike Williams here, or do so we? So my my only problem with that is that is a very common combination. I kind of yeah. like. I still I'm still okay with taking one of the Chargers wide receivers, but I think a lot of people will double them up here when right. I think we should maybe go elsewhere. AJ All Brown right. is probably my favorite guy here, but I do if we want to go to a tight end with Kyle Pitts. DJ Moore, etc. I'm okay with those guys. Yeah, let's let's go receiver one more time. So a, uh, AJ, AJ Brown, Brown, sure. I love I love I love me some AJ Brown. What do you um What do you think about this kind of general grouping? We obviously took AJ Brown, but setting aside the week 17 thing, this is like a kind of a muddied up range for me. I feel like like yeah, honestly, even our first pick when when we took Keenan, you go from like all Keenan through all these guys they're right. very very similar was there anybody that like today as you were drafting really jumped out to you in this kind of whole tier even like maybe on down to the Suttons and Waddles right well I like I like I, I like more but I think the answer is going to be Kamara like once this you know it gets settled in like wherever you know if he's whatever his you know court situation is or whatever I'm guessing you know it's see I, I it, based on like what I what you read it seems like it's not going to be that bad but I don't know. I mean, I think you know what. I think if Kamara is cleared and like or cleared to play at least, I, I he's, he's got to drop into the what early twenties. Yeah, second round pick for sure. Yeah, you know, middle so, second round or something like that. Put him in the Saquon range, right? Like middle yeah. of the second round or something like that. Um, I sort of jo- Josh I, Allen was dropping a lot today. I mean, as I said, I I grabbed him at forty one at one point. Forty one you know, is nice. Forty one is nice. It's a tough spot because I don't want. Well, they're good. He's gone because I don't want to take. <laughs> I don't want to take a quarterback here. Uh, one of the things I started doing, another thing I was playing around with, um, I did it today a few times, but it was easier to do uh, a month or two ago, was I would draft, uh, I call it my 7-11 strategy. I would take 11 running backs and receivers with my first 11 picks, and then oh and then quarterbacks and tight ends. To finish. And I ended up with a lot of like, that's how I ended up with a lot of Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence. Noah Fon, you know, the, you know, and yep. so, but I, you know, I, I'm loaded at running back and receiver and just hoping that things work on the other end. So I'm glad. How are, how are you? Is it, you're kind of playing it by, uh, you know, by ear with how many running backs and how many wide receivers, you know, so you only have 11, which 
probably means a little lighter on the running back side, maybe a touch yes. heavier on the wide receiver side, maybe something like seven, like four running backs, seven wide receivers or five, six. Even sometimes even three, eight, if I get, you know, if yeah, I yeah, go yeah. Like running back very heavy and, you know, give me McCaffrey, Kamara and, you know, Javante Williams. And then I'm like, I'm done. You know, if these guys fuck me, then there's nothing I can do. You know? <laughs> yep. That's uh but uh, you're, you're already, you're, you're deep into all the best ball strategies. Oh, these yeah. are, these are, these are the best ball strategies uh, that I talk about five days a week. So you, you could come on here every day and, uh, and speak the language already. Yeah, I am. Uh, it's, it's a little too much fun for me. I'm just glad I get, to, I, I'm just glad I get, I'm getting paid to do it. You know, it makes, yeah. makes it a lot easier. Yeah. That helps. That helps. Um, offset the fact that i have to tell my wife every night like oh it's 6 p.m she's like what are you doing i'm like i'm gonna go draft a best ball team and talk to people i've never met before <laughs> in my life on the internet you know um so we're we're starting to that i think to me you kind of outlined this too where we talked about the early rounds is like let's just not fuck this up right we're getting into the range where like this is where it starts to kind of get really fun right. you know what i mean who are you who are you specifically there's no giants here Let's no, just no, get no. that out of the way. But so we're into a different range. Who are you um, kind of typically targeting four, five, six? Yeah, well, I'm, it, it, it does. It feels, it's a, it, I don't want to say barren, but it starts feeling nerve wracking, right? There's so many question marks with so many of these players. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I mean, Pitts would be somebody that I, I would like here, but he's usually gone. I was going to say McLaurin, if he sticks around, I, you know, I, I like. You know, and then mm-hmm. every, you know Gabe Davis. Like, is he gonna like? Is he actually gonna be what everyone thinks he's gonna be? You know, God, I, I hope my money hopes that my bank account hopes so. Sure, let's you just know, say that. I, same here. You know, um, <laughs> you know Deontay Johnson. I love him, but like, do they need Deontay Johnson the way they used the, the way they've needed him in the past? You know, as like, Pickens. Pickens looks player. pretty good, and Big Ben's not around anymore. Um, so we are on the clock. I mean, Deontay is the best receiver available. There is Cam Akers if we did want to go to a running back. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody here? Yeah, I mean, Cooks also. I like, you know, I I feel like Cooks should be higher than fifty one. Okay, do you want to do Cooks? Can we get him coming back. You think? I, I let's just up. take him because right. I think it's I think it's all pretty flat right here. So we can just take him and then see what comes back to us. Right. Cooks, this is our first disagreement. Cooks is really not one of my guys, but that is a that is a personal preference and. um and the market has disagreed with me for months now. So uh, I'm willing to admit that it's possible I'm wrong on Brandon Cooks. Yeah, he's become one of my guys in the in the respect that he was not one of my guys. And like, because like just the, the idea of drafting any Texan just feels wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he, a Texan he, in the fourth round, too, he, nonetheless. He has, I mean, he's, he's, he's never not put up the numbers when healthy, you know? And so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Somebody's, you know, Davis Mills looked pretty good. I don't know. I, mean, hey, I, I thought Davis Mills looked really good, actually. Like maybe it was just because I thought he would be so bad that what I saw made me really optimistic. But I, I do think there's a, and there, there goes Deontay. So we, we have both Lamar and Mahomes here available to us. Obviously, we don't have either, you know, stacking options, but we can figure that out later. George Kittle, DK Metcalf, Bateman. What do you think here? Yeah, I see right now I would I would probably take Mahomes here with the idea of like MVS and uh love it. Sky more later on. Very much, very much love that. MVS and Sky uh are two of my favorite picks. And, yeah, they're they're and, they're gonna kill me also. I mean that you I don't know how that offense is gonna work this year. Yeah, right? but that's why we take that's why we take the guys in the eighth, ninth, tenth round, because right. 
who I mean, we know that Travis Kelsey is probably just going to be Travis Kelsey, but um, outside of that, like, I mean, I like Juju just fine, but Juju goes in the fourth round. Those guys are very similar bets to me to Juju yeah. in the eighth, ninth, tenth, whatever rounds. And so I, I just want to scoop those guys up, and I am getting a little more Mahomes. It's funny because I wasn't getting much. Mahomes very early on because he was going as the, the quarterback two behind right. Josh Allen when it very early started. So like third, fourth round Mahomes. Now he's back into a range where like I'm getting him now and I'm doing right. the same thing that you said. Sometimes I'll get Kelsey in the first round. Sometimes maybe you can hit Juju with him, but mostly I'm getting the sky more in MBS with like fifth round Mahomes. The thing with Juju and the, the other receivers is that like I tend to take Juju when I need help at receiver. Like if I, if I go running back heavy early, like I don't want to, like, I feel like Juju, I, I mean, nothing's a lock, but I feel like he's going to be, you know, him and Kelsey are going to be the ones catching the ball. Like, you know, I, you, you're going to get 10, 12 points a week from Juju. Whereas MVS and yeah. Scott, like it goes zero, 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 30, you know, which is great. As long as you have, as long as you can afford to eat those zeros, you know, or, even if they don't do MVS will probably do, like you said, zero, 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 30, but sky could be sky could literally be the fourth wide receiver. McColl could like kind of start the year or sky could be Tyreek, a super, a superstar, you know? So there's this wide range of outcomes. And I like to go after that wide range of outcomes um, at, at that cost. So the chiefs, the chiefs are, we have a, we have a Rob in the chat. Um, who works with us here at uh, Spike Week. He'll have the show tomorrow night, uh, the Spike Week football show, and he's joking about Cooks, but then Mahomes is his like highest exposure player. So so he was like, oh, you drafted Cooks. I got to log out. Oh, wait, you drafted Mahomes? Uh, I, I, am, I am back in. Um, See, the thing that I like about Cooks at that spot is that we had taken – we had Cup, Allen, and who was our, who, who our third guy? That AJ Brown. AJ. So Cooks, we can't – we don't need Cooks to be – an every week superstar for us. We just need cooks to, you know, spike week to, you know, and he will, have, yep. you know, so I, I, that's why like, I wouldn't take cooks as like my like number one receiver. If I was like, or if I was like a couple running backs and a tight end into it, but with that, yeah. with that pick there, I think like you're just, what, what you want from cooks is those few big weeks, you know, it's, it's actually a really interesting point because people don't think of Brandon cooks that way. Cause I think of him as like, Oh, he's just the projectable wide receiver one in Houston or whatever. But, the problem becomes when you include him at, you need him to be your wide receiver one in the fourth round. Like you said, you took two running back or th God forbid three running backs or two in a tight end or whatever. You need him to be your superstar. He doesn't have the upside. He there's no scenario, zero, literally zero in which he's, you know, a top five wide receiver or whatever. But right. Well, how we're drafting is just like, I just want all these really freaking good wide receivers and let the kind of spikes all play themselves out. And, and we can also figure out a little bit of fun with, they play the Jaguars in week 17, which is actually kind of a, a low key fun, fun game. And you can start to kind of figure um, that out. So I actually think Brandon cooks, especially with, you know, uh, unfortunate news with John Mechie um, really unfortunate. But um, with him not being there, it is it is I, I am I'm a little bit more interested in Brandon Cooks than I was before, for sure. Yeah. All right. What, what do we got here? Let's 
All right, we're, they're they're trying to feed us running backs. They're trying to feed us running backs, which I don't really like any of these running backs. This range is tough. I'm interested to hear who you like to take in this range generally. I'll just kind of scroll a little bit. Rough. This is a, this is a rough scene right here. Oh man, go back up. We gotta. Okay. I got a clear vote here. Devonta Smith. Can I sell you on Devonta Smith? Yeah, no, absolutely. I just wish Hertz was still around, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, have, for we sure. Smith, we have Smith and Brown. We'll get one of them each week to do something for us. It's, it's, it's obviously we would prefer to have Hertz with kind of that pairing, but it, I think it is okay to still make that bet without that quarterback and just say, yeah. look, we have still made this bet on the Eagles. Obviously Hertz rushing can kind of be a little bit of a thorn in that side, but if the offense really takes this big step forward and they're like, you know, kind of like last year with the bank, right? we're t- look at some of the wide receivers we're taking at the, in the early rounds with the Bengals and the chargers and, and all and the Rams and all of that um, multiple guys in early rounds, the Eagles can be that too. And at a much cheaper price and Devonta Smith, I mean, is a, is a big time talent. So here, here's where it gets tricky. I also have a, uh, a guy I would take here. So I'm interested to see what you'll do. So here I probably start panicking about the running back situation. I'm looking down okay. at Sanders, but we already have two Eagles. I don't know if I want yeah. Pollard. Geez. I don't want Gibson. I don't want Jacobs. I mean, this is, I mean, I, we could just take Lance and be done at quarterback. Is that God damn it. I'm, yeah, I was hoping you were going to mention it. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> just be done. Just right. be done it. Just be done at quarterback. It's kind of a fun build. I don't typically love, obviously, you know, a fifth round and a seventh round quarterback. But I do think um, people will pigeonhole themselves into saying, I can't take two running back or uh, excuse me, two quarterbacks in those rounds. Right. When like we just got to that range and both of us were like, I hate everyone. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't like just take, you can take the best player available, even though the position may not make perfect sense on your team if that range of the draft is really not super ideal, like you don't have to take Josh Jacobs. If you don't think Josh Jacobs is a good pick right there, you can take the other elite quarterback. And so that's, that's, that's kind of where I land on that one. Speaking of landing, where do you land on Hilaire? Oh man. He's such a, he said we, we apparently uh, sniped a Murano G must be in the draft here. And uh, he was trying to set up a Trey Lance deck and we, we, uh, we got him. We figured out that Jeff is on board. Uh, with Lance for the question. Uh, CEH is maybe one of the most polarizing players in all of fantasy football this year. If you ask anyone under the sun, the first thing they're going to tell you when you ask about him is, oh, he sucks, right? He's bad at football. And I'm not, I, I'm not disputing that. I also watch the games. I've, I don't think he's very good either. I, I can read the metrics. Wasn't he like uh, sick I, or something like last year? Or I, I, I yeah, I that's the, that's what he said. He lost right. a bunch of weight, right? Um, from not from COVID. Was it from COVID? Anyway, it COVID he lost, yeah, he God, lost yeah. a bunch of weight supposedly, right. which also is really funny because like, how does an NFL first round starting running back lose 40 pounds and no reporter <laughs> mentions it. But I, I mean, the general consensus, and I think it's totally valid is that he's not actually very good and he's being propped up a little bit by the chiefs. The, the, the thing about that is that there's not any other good running backs on his team. And so 
you know, I, I kind of like Jarek McKinnon. People, we all, I, I do draft Ronald Jones, and I'm getting very skittish on that now because we're getting news of Isaiah Pacheco working in with the ones ahead of Rojo, and that's terrifying because they can easily just cut him if they want to. Um, they still have Derek Gore in the background if they really want to go back to that thing that they did last year. But the one guy that's like a lock to be on the team is CEH. Yep. And he does have, he does have, you know, it's, it was at LSU and who knows if it's going to translate. He has pass catching chops. He was a first round pick and I'm, I'm going to try to get more of him basically, even though I'm not like really super excited about him as a player. Well, you may have a chance in about 60 seconds. Yeah, exactly. We're about to take him. <laughs> well, the thing I like about him here also is that since we have Mahomes, like, again, you know, the idea, like, if Mahomes doesn't, you know, only passes for one touchdown, maybe CEH is getting the other two, you know. Or if he throws it, I mean, the, sure. the total perfect scenario is, you know, you get a couple receiving touchdowns to yep. CEH. I also, I also like Edmonds. See, this is – I like these running backs here. I like Edmonds. I like Penny. I like Hunt. I like Hilaire, you know, so I, you know, I'm I'm happy grabbing a few. Of them. I'm down to do CEH right you here at nine, at 94. That's yeah, pretty I'll, good. I'll, that's who I want. I like it. And then I want I then I want Edmonds Hunt. I want another running back here. Okay. I don't want Gage. I'm you know we're done with him obviously. <laughs> I still Penny, I still don't. Yeah, who's your favorite amongst? The, I like this. Team. Penny Edmonds. Penny Edmonds, Singletary, I, I really, Cook. I really do try to like break it up a little bit. Okay. Um, and then I've even a few times, and this is something to talk about also. Like I, I, I've taken Penny and Walker. I've taken Stevenson and Harris. You know, thinking that maybe if I get yeah. lucky, I'm locking up like a, a, a stud. You know. So, so Penny I, here, then. I think Penny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for I'm down for that. I actually haven't gotten a, a ton of Penny for a while, but now. But it's you see his ADP uh, once I go over here, you know, has gotten up into the 80s. He used to go in the hundreds, right? But now we're getting him basically at a hundred, right? At, at pick 99. So I, I'm I'm pretty on board with that. I, I kind of think it's a pretty fun fun start to a team. Obviously, we're gonna have to figure out tight end, but we already have the the superstar quarterback, so we're not gonna draft another quarterback. Right. Um, got to beef up running back and figure out figure out tight end. But I think this is a pretty a pretty fun start. Uh, the, the one thing about best ball that's interesting to me is that, like, you know, one that you have 18 picks that you don't want to waste any of your picks, you don't want to waste any picks, right? You want, mm-hmm. you want a story to tell between each one, and like, it is. I, I never hear anyone talking about what I just talked about with in taking when you have an unknown running back situation, taking both of them, right? With the idea being if it work, if if it works the way you want it to work, you are wasting one of those picks, right? Because you yeah. want. Walker or Penny to take control of the backfield and be the workhorse. You yeah. want Stevenson or Harris to take control of the backfield and be the workhorse. But if one of them, let's say Penny was the clear workhorse, let's say Stevenson was the clear workhorse, they're 50, 60, you know, they're going, you know, 30, 40 picks earlier than they're going right now. Yeah, correct. So is it really, you know, so if you take both of the players, right, then maybe you're not really wasting a pick. You're just guaranteeing, hopefully, that you have like the workhorse back. Cause again, I mean, you look at Pete Carroll is not one to like split carries, you know, he, he chooses <laughs> the workhorse and he, he runs with, runs into the ground really, you know? So I, this is my, my way of saying it. They're going to be down by a lot of points and he's still going to be running that goddamn ball right. against the prevent defense. <laughs> my, my way of saying if Ken Walker still on the board, when he gets back to us, I would take Ken Walker. <laughs> We're going to do it. Yeah. Okay. I support it. Um, and there he goes. But, 
I do think it's interesting. I think um, there's been shout out to um, Justin Herzig, who won the very original Best Ball Mania on on Underdog, who has been kind of talking about some of this handcuffing um, strategy. And Scott here in the chat has been doing some handcuffing, uh, mostly in like he mentions cash leagues. But I do think it's at least something to think about in in the in these tournaments. But to your point, I I couldn't possibly agree more that when i'm doing it i want to do it like like seattle or the chiefs yep. the chiefs are a little bit tough because it's, it's at least with seattle it's like it's penny or walker right. with with kansas city it's like <laughs> i mean ceh rojo mckinnon pacheco right. Derek gore i really don't know but when you get the clear opportunity to kind of do it at a smart cost i think it's something you should at least think about a little bit because it's not also not just oh i guarantee i wasted one pick and i and i screwed up one pick it's like what if it's chase edmonds and james connor of last year where james connor was the guy you wanted but there were times where they were both good or chase edmonds was good and connor wasn't and um there's a little bit more kind of of that fluidity to the situation so this is getting this is so all right what do i do here i mean i think the two players that i probably have the most of with three players, it's White, Smith, and Galladay right down the I line. I was going to say, was, yeah, I was going to say definitely what my guess is what you were going to say was Irv, Irv or Galladay. Um, I really like Rashad White. I think I would put him. We'll see what uh, Rainmaker does. Takes Aaron Rodgers. Rashad White's probably my favorite, especially for this team that we're building. Yeah, we need another running back. And uh, he's he's like, he's not, you know, day one going to provide us a lot of right. points, assuming Fournette is, is healthy. But when you build a team like this, we're kind of, we just need the pure upside yes. at, at running back. And I, and that's what he provides. So now we have, um, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to give away my takes too, too much, but I, I have a guy here who, who I actually don't take very much that I think is also probably who you don't take very much, but is the, is the right fit on this team. Mm. <laughs> Interest, interested to see if you uh, agree. I mean, I we need a tight end. I love Irv Smith, but I, I, I know mean, you love Irv. But, but when I mean, we took Mahomes, I yeah, really, I, I really think we should take Hardman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I don't like, I, I really don't like McCall, McCall Hardman. But I think just with the bet we've made on this team and the fact that MVS and Sky didn't fall back to us, yeah. that he make he makes the most sense. Yeah. I mean, they've been saying, I mean, all you've heard for, you know, three or four years now is how, you know, when Hill goes, when Hill was out, it was hard. He's you know, the hard, replacement. He's a replacement. He was the straight line replacement. So let's see how true that ends up being this year. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not holding out hope, but, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, again, we're just, you know, at this point in the draft for us, I think, you know, if we could get those two or three big weeks out of Hardman, we'll be very happy. That's the other thing. And and I think sometimes people struggle. This actually is probably one of the better examples of this, that people struggle to separate like their home old school managed season long fantasy team where like, I'll be honest with you, I'm never drafting McCall Hardman. Like it's literally not happening. I'm not drafting McCall Hardman. I don't really care because it doesn't make sense to take that kind of a player because you you're never going to feel comfortable starting him in your old school fantasy football league, right? We're in a to best ball is a totally different game, especially these best ball tournaments with with a million dollar total prize pool. I like you said, 
I don't need him to be a superstar to be a fine 11th round pick. It's possible that he is just the wide receiver three or wide receiver two on the chiefs. I'm not projecting that, but it's in the range of outcomes. And even if he isn't, he's going to play. So you just catch a couple long touchdowns and like, you're fine in in this format because I don't have to decide when to start him. Right. No, I a hundred percent agree. And yes, it, it is, you know, forgetting your normal way of thinking about play. I mean, yeah, I mean, these players, you're, I mean, you're str- strictly, especially once you get past like the first, you know, three or four rounds, you should strictly be thinking in terms of do, do they have, you know, that's why like when we were talking about like Juju earlier, I'd rather have ADP notwithstanding, I'd rather have MVS, uh, Sky, and even Hardman than juju on most of my bills because i i don't i don't need hopefully the five catches for 60 yards every week you know what i mean i i'd rather have the zero 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 thirty and hopefully get lucky <laughs> and get those 30s staggered you know right so it's a pray that it's hard for people to accept the fact that like you kind of have to pray to the variance gods a little bit with how the points get scored right it feels uncomfortable but so like um, myself and, and Peter Overzet had a team. We finished eighth in best ball mania two last year. And we had a zero. Run- well, I'll come back to it. Let's uh, let's see what we got going on here. So we have two quarterbacks that we're obviously done six wide receivers. We're sitting good at, at wide receivers. we obviously don't have a tight end. Um, and we're still looking for looking for running backs a little bit. What tight um, ends are left? Let's just take a quick peek. Right. I don't mind. I don't, I don't, I, I'm 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 pretty into Hunter Henry actually. I don't know how you feel about him. I am gonna I'm just gonna star him just to, just in case. Yeah, I guess the, um, I'm fine with it. But the question is, do we do what we were talking about earlier and hold our nose and rojo it? Oh, that's interesting. Do Ceh and rojo? I'm right. I'm 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 open to that. Do you want to do that? I mean, ADP tells us to. Oh shit! Oh, my God. Okay, got it. We got it. Let's do it. I hate. I hate Rojo. He's he's so funny. We had a fun. I'll try to wrap this up quickly because we're about to be back on the clock. But uh, we had a funny chat in our in the Spike Week Discord, which if you're not a member of, uh, it's free. Go to SpikeWeek.com and hit Discord, where people were like, "You can't draft Chiefs running backs that are bad just because they're on the Chiefs." And the person had like forty percent Rojo. I'm like, what the fuck has Rojo ever done to like prove that he's that he's? I mean, he's a fine like once he has the ball in his hands as a runner, yeah, he's he he he's fine. But like, unfortunately, the NFL requires other skills of you to be to be good. He doesn't have any of those skills. So, so there's our there's our tight ends. Everett's the best one. I I do like Everett. We can also come back to running back and hit here. I love this range of running back. Michael Carter. Um, we have a lot of Eagles, so he probably doesn't make a uh, gain. Well, does it make a ton of sense? Right. Do you have a, a preference? No, I mean, this is, I, I feel like I'm just, you know, let's do, let's do, uh, I, I, let's do Michael Carter. I think, um, he makes a lot of sense for this team where we're looking for this kind of hybrid. Um, we kind of did the theoretically locked up the chiefs backfield and then went with a lot of kind of upside bets he's like a hybrid of those two things, right? Right. He's like, I, he's going to play. Brees Hall's not going to play every single snap. Michael right. Carter is legit good. The Jets are scary, obviously. But um, 
I think I think he's like a really good. I've been I've been trying to take a. I was not super into him when we started draft season, and some other smart people kind of uh, brought me on board with him, and and I like him especially on these kind of zero RB type teams. All right, all right. I, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm down with it. I, I, I don't have a lot of Carter, but I don't. I, nor do I have a lot of Brees Hall either. I just, I, I yeah. Well, I, I don't. I actually have a lot of Carter and very little Brees Hall. Right. Although the Jets are another team, like I, you know, again, like take the Jets name away from it, and like it's an it looks like an exciting offense, right? I know. If Zach Wilson, the Jets are second year. The Jets and the Giants are like the same kind of very, very yeah. similar. If if the Jets had Brian Dayball, maybe we'd feel a little bit better, but right. it's the same thing. They have a young first round pick quarterback who everybody thinks stinks. Right. I kind of think they both stink too, but a bunch of weapons, first round picks at wide receiver, second round picks at wide receiver, free agents at right. Corey right. Davis and Kenny Galladay, <laughs> Elijah Moore and uh, whatever. Um, Kadarius, Tony, right. Garrett Wilson and Wandale Robinson. Yeah. They have all these guys, Saquon Barkley and Brees Hall and Michael Carter. They have a bunch of weapons. It's just, are the quarterbacks competent enough to make it work? And those are the kind of situations I want to bet on. Yes. Maybe I mean, it won't work. Maybe right. it won't work. Obviously, you're betting on the Giants. I'm also on the Giants. I love that. That was your intro to the whole show. And um, I, I mentioned Rob Rob Coakley, who is uh, one of the co-hosts here, where he shits on me every time I talk about the Giants because I have so much exposure to the Giants. So I was happy that you were, you know, you were ringing that bell with me. Yeah, I, it just, I, I mean, I, I, I don't see how you can't like the Giants for purposes of best ball, right? I mean, yep. I, they have... I think they have a lot of potential, potentially explosive weeks ahead of them, but you know I'm, we're betting on the coaching. We're betting on Jones being able to put up you know the fantasy numbers that you need, and you know betting on Galladay you know coming back and like you know is, was Galladay just a all of a sudden like you know seeing how Stafford what Stafford's done now was Galladay just a product of Stafford like that's scary to consider. <laughs> it's you know? definitely possible. Um... And the camp reports so far are not very good right, on right. on Kenny Galladay, but I I still think he's a he's a fine bet. Like I said, I, I but you can take if you if you don't want to take Galladay, you have other options. You can Absolutely. take Tony. You can oh, take yeah. Wandale. You can uh, uh uh I got a guy for you if you're in into the Giants. I've been mixing in on my uh, in my tight end exposure the last round Daniel Bellinger the fourth round rookie tight end that they took this year out of San Diego state, who is, is there is running with the ones is their starting tight end. I kind of, I kind of liken him to their Dawson Knox, mm. basically kind of an underrated prospect right. who didn't produce a ton, but it's like a really good athlete. It just fits this perfect, um, you know, metaphor comparison to, to Dawson Knox. So I've been taking some of him late too. All right. So I think we should start looking there. Oh, Everett, Everett okay. falls all the way back here. That's a no um, already. I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah, that's a smash. Yeah. I can't believe he falls all the way back here to 166. And there's fits, yeah, and fits fits our cup Keenan. Yep. 100%. Keen. Yep. Amazing. Amazing. And Higby, if we want him. Higby's there. Higby is here. Um I don't love Ingram, but I'm 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 I'm, I'm not opposed to it. We talked about uh, the Houston Jacksonville game. He would make sense in that context. 
don't really love any of these running backs that are available. The only, here. Back, the other running back I like the most there, and I think he'll probably be around if we pass someone, is Jamal Williams. I like the Lions, you know, like it's hard mm-hmm. not to like the Lions this year. Swift, yeah, he's not going to touch the ball 400 times. You know, there's there's no way. I you know I think you know I think that's an underrated like thunder and lightning backfield. I think that mm-hmm. Williams isn't you know I think Williams is going to like do a lot better than that ADP would lead you to believe. You know, I th- I, th- I think so too. Um, the one the one thing that has me okay. So Will Will Fuller goes. Do we want to do Higby? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, just I, I, I like I like Higby here, and I, he makes so much sense on this team. And after Cup um, and Robinson, like, where are they throwing the ball? Yeah, Van Jefferson's hurt already yeah. and gonna miss uh, uh, several weeks, whatever the hell that means. Right. Oh, they, they, I, I assume they're gonna bring back Odell because McVeigh's already, you know, talking about it in interviews, but he won't be back till late in the season. Right. I, somebody has to catch the ball if they're going to throw it 35 or 40 times. And Can't when, be cup it, every last time. year, I don't remember already. It was it last year or two years ago when Higby like had that run of like two or five weeks? He was the best. He was like Travis Kelsey yeah. uh, for like four weeks. It was unbelievable. Right. Was that last year or two years ago? I, two I, years ago. Well, there you go. Right. Um, yeah. So the only thing I was going to say with the Jamal Williams thing is they did just sign Justin Jackson today as a as a free agent. Not that I like <laughs> if if Justin Jackson signing in August is the end of you, you were probably just really not a good pick <laughs> to, to begin with. But I think he's going to fall. I think I think that news is going to make Jamal Williams fall. I don't really think it changes his bet a ton. Um, I do kind of like Justin Jackson as a player, but I, I don't think it's going to change a lot for him. Generally speaking, we'll see how. You know the preseason stuff plays out. We'll see if Justin Jackson even makes the team, right. but I but I think the general idea of that will push him back a little bit um, in ADP. So I mean, maybe he'll even fall back to us here. You know, it's another underrated aspect of of underdog that I mean, it just it's a known, but like I feel like I think you know DraftKings is like that's where you want to play your daily fantasy. Like it, I mean, you know for. Yeah where guys like us, like it, Trump's fan duel. It's a little bit more of a challenge, right? Um, but, you know, it, it's easy to forget that this is half-point PPR. Yeah. You know? and, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, it's it's, e- it's really easy to forget that, I think. You know, especially if you've been used to playing DraftKings, you know, all the time, you know, for your football, fancy football fix, you know? And it's just, again, it's just another, like, little thing. It's like, you know, when you're deciding between a few players – you're like, oh, this guy's going to catch a hundred balls. Well, maybe that's not necessarily, you know, it's. It, 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 if you it, don't score touchdowns, right. it really doesn't matter right. in half PPR. Yeah, you know, it's catching a hundred balls in half PPR is like catching fifty balls all of a sudden. You know, yeah, it's, it's you know, just you know, just one more like little thing I try to remember when I'm doing this stuff. We call that the Jacoby Myers. That's the that's the Jacoby Myers catch a million passes and still be totally irrelevant. On, I, got, I got so much Jacoby Myers today because there was a handful of times that like I fucked up. I'm like you know I was deep into one draft and I, I missed my pick and it would, it would be always be Jacoby Myers. Like that's I that's like Jacoby Myers. Jacoby. I like uh, I like the Patriots. That all the the, oh, the late the late rounds. The Patriots were a. Oh, God damn it. I'm going to misremember it. I believe they were seventh 
in DVOA offense last year. I understand that's not points per game, whatever, but it's, you know, it's an efficiency metric on how good they were as an offense collectively. They were, they were a top seven offense last year. They are the cheapest fantasy offense on all of underdog. Yeah. Pick a bad, pick a bad team. We just talked about the Jets, Giants, right. right? Jaguars, whatever. They're all more expensive. Than, than the Patriots only because they have a bunch of dudes, but um, I'm just kind of trying to lean into that a little bit. All right. Um, we are about to be back on the clock. Here's another fun range. We don't need quarterback. We can do three tight ends, obviously if we want to, but um, we're pretty open other than quarterback. Yeah. I'm not ready to do three tight ends. I will talk about Taysom Hill a little bit later, but let's see. Oh yeah. Oh, now we're talking. Um, here's the running backs. If you have any of these guys, we can look at the wide receivers too. Yeah, let's take a look at the receivers and see what's out there. Samuel, AJ Green. Oof. I, I, I don't mind Curtis Samuel, but other than that, none of these. Yeah, I, took, I started up. taking some Samuel today. Actually. Let's do let's do Curtis. We can do yep. we can do uh Samuel. I like him. He last year, he's a funny one too, where um I know everyone understands the Carson Wentz issues and all that kind of stuff but they they had ryan fitzpatrick and taylor heineke last year it wasn't that different from carson wentz and curtis samuel was going like 10th round for a long time well samuel's um, another, i mean getting samuel this late again like if you get three weeks out of the guy that you know that boom you know that boom you're you're in good yep. shape all right let's talk real quick about Taysom hill Okay. I was thinking no. Well, let's Taysom let's Hill. do this pick. Let's do this pick. Unless you want to take Taysom Hill. Well, I yeah. mean, where do you stand on him? Do you think that it's possible I'm, that he I'm very I'm very open to him. And I'm very open to him. Is he is he available? Oh, somebody take him. Oh yeah. Somebody took him. Somebody oh, took okay. him already. There you we'll go. talk about him after this. Yeah. Okay, we got 10 ish seconds. Don't yes. love any of these tight ends. You want to take McKinnon and get three Chiefs running backs? Or is that no, stupid? please, God, no. <laughs> can I can I can I can I sell you on uh, Dearness Johnson just yeah, as a default, default for a trade okay. or something? I'm down. That's he's he if 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 the Browns don't trade either Hunt or Dearness Johnson, I'm going to be left holding so many bags of both of those guys. But Dearness is one of my highest exposure players. Period. All of best ball, all sites, everything. Um, he goes seven, he goes, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20th round, depending upon the site that you're on. And I just see nothing but upside. Like, like people are, people are really taking Mark Ingram, right? You know, and, 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 and Dearness could literally go to the Saints. They could, like, the Saints could trade for him and he would be the new Mark Ingram and actually be good at football. And so it's, it's just one of those like, if it doesn't work out, they don't actually trade either either of those guys. It's okay. Dearness had some good weeks last year, even though he was the third running back. Yep. You're hoping, obviously, for for a different scenario, but he's one of my favorite picks, really, in all of drafts. No, he's well, yeah, he's he's ex, he's proven to be an excellent football player, and if he gets on the field, he's going to smash at that, you know, that 17th round value, obviously. All right, Taysom. Let's talk about let, let, really quick. We got a, uh, you know, we got a little while before it comes back to back to us. Are you taking a big thing? Is Taysom one of your highest owned uh, players well, he's today? Become, he's started becoming it. You know, uh, I, Davis Maddock on one of somewhere on one of his podcasts mentioned it, and I just like you know, and he was right. You know, like if if he gets behind center, 
you know, two dozen times this year, that could be three or four or five weeks of like tight end one numbers. I know. know? He sneaks one in, he throws one in. All of a sudden, you know, you're looking at, you know, especially in in builds like this where, you know, you wait to take tight ends. And so I, and and that's when I would take him. I take him after I took, you know, Tanyan and Higby. Then I'll take, you know, then I'll take, uh, you know, Hill. You know, you know, if I'm, if I'm taking a Kelsey or, you know, Kittle, I'm not bothering with it. But, you know, he's usually my third tight end. Um, and he, he's the only third tight end that I'll ever take, you know. I love I love that. That's that's exactly how I feel, that he's the perfect third tight end on this. Like, I punted tight end. I'm waiting, you know, like you said, I took Hig. Like, Higby is a great example of a guy who can be good, cannot be a superstar tight end. Like he's not going to finish the year as a top three. He's not going to contend with Kelsey Pitts, Kittle, right? But he can be fine. He can exceed his value. Sure. Same thing with like, I I liken it to like, if I took Higby and like Hayden Hurst or something like that, it's like I, in a vacuum, I like both of those guys, elite offenses. There's plenty, you know, there's CJ Uzoma was good last year. Higby was fine last year and really good two years ago. Like there's a chance that they're totally fine for best ball, but they're not going to be league winner, like true league winners. Taysom Hill then fits that like upside bet where it's like, look, if I don't have him, like if he, if he busts, whatever, it's fine. But if he's doing exactly like what you said, mix, he's their goal line quarterback (laughs) and he does get to play a little bit of tight end. God forbid, God forbid Jameis sucks or gets hurt and they do decide to go to him over what Andy Dalton is the backup yeah. there. Like it, the upside is insane. So I, I do the exact same thing, mix him into those specific builds. I don't yeah. with Kelsey, people will do that like with Kelsey or Pitts or something. It's like if Kelsey or Pitts are the nuts, I, I don't, that's a wasted pick with Taysom, but in the, exactly. in those well, other builds, I love him. Well, there goes Pacheco, huh? So he's, He's getting, <laughs> he's getting, he's getting steamed up. All right, last pick. We got a couple of guys to go before us here. We are at two six seven two, so we're really open to kind of what we want to do. If you want, we only have Everett and Higby, so if you want to do another tight end, we can do another tight end. We don't have to force it. What are you kind of feeling? Yeah, so who's left a tight end? Let's take a quick peek. The Tampa Bay guys: Brevin Jordan, Dolchich. Um, I do like Bellinger. I do. Um, I do like Conklin too. Let's look at the receivers real fast. Okay. Is there one? I'm a little bit of a Zay Jones fan. Yeah. Other than but, that. but Zay, like, I, I take Zay here too. But Zay's, you know, he's. Again, do you want to do Zay? Not really. Because, you know. Do you, you want to do a tight end? We got five seconds. Oh, shit. Yeah, let's do. Okay. Let's do I just clicked the. I just clicked a button. Okay. We did Trey yeah. McBride. <laughs> kind of a similar kind of a similar idea though where it was uh <laughs> let's take a young young upside swing at the tight end as that as that third guy i just right. we had three seconds so i clicked one of them but okay. it was okay higby and everett are never going to be superstars but they're on really good offenses yeah. right so let's take those guys and then please god trey mcbride like beat Oops. out the corpse of zach Ertz right. on the uh, on uh arizona um let me pull this team up and then we can review it really quick um if anybody 
is in the chat and you want us to uh, look at your team, we can. Uh, uh, somebody is saying that uh, the uh, there was a triple condom play drafting out of the out of the six hole, but uh, we drafted Patrick Mahomes and Trey Lance at quarterback, which is interesting because I, I think probably I, I'm not sure I have a Patrick Mahomes and Trey Lance team. Yeah, I don't know if you do, but I don't, I don't think I. I have that combo. I just, the idea behind it that I really like, and I, I have a handful of like, you know, like Josh Allen. I have, a, I think two Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson teams is the idea being that like, again, if, if variants and the fantasy gods are smiling upon you, you'll just get a series of 30 point weeks out of your quarterback, 25 point weeks out of your quarterback. You know what I mean? With like zero downside. And that, you know, that's going to add up for you real quick. You know, obviously there's risk that doesn't work that way. Yeah. But if you're just like continually gaining points at quarterback, yeah. you're a you're going to advance much more easily. B you might advance through those playoff weeks more easily. And then when you get to week seventeen, sure, other teams will have one of your two quarterbacks. Probably no one will have both. Right. And yes, you sacrificed a third, fourth, fifth round pick. But if you get the you have two of the highest upside quarterbacks in the entire player pool. If you do get that, the 40 point my, week. Yeah, right. It's not my ideal build, but like, again, like it kind of felt right here. You know, the Lance pick just, I agree. Like, you know, there's nothing else to do. I agree. So, any, we drafted out of the 103. We took Cooper Cup. Uh, totally agree with that. We paired Cooper Cup with Keenan Allen. We brought on Jeff, and he's just drafting wide receivers and Week 17 correlations right out of the right out of the shoot. It was it was a match made in heaven. We took AJ Brown, and then Brandon Cooks. That's what that's where things started to things started to go awry. Well, we took Brandon Cooks. We pivoted really quickly back to a Patrick Mahomes, Devonta Smith, and Trey Lance. So through seven rounds, we got ourselves two quarterbacks and five wide receivers, and we were sitting really pretty. We still turned it into a kind of a pretty fun running back room actually yeah. ch rashad penny rashad white rojo michael carter and Dearness johnson yeah. uh we mixed we mixed in mccall hardman to to stack with with mahomes and we went a little late round tight end we tried to get Taysom hill which is one of jeff's guys don't tell davis maddock that <laughs> other people agree with him on <laughs> on Taysom hill but we did get gerald everett tyler higby and um trey mcbride who i'm, I'm pretty i'm I think this is a pretty good this is a pretty good team. It, sometimes it's difficult to draft a, like a legit good team on on stream, but um, I think this one's pretty good. What do you think? I like it. You know, I, I'm, as you were talking through it, I'm looking at some other teams. You know, what team I do like a lot is the coming out of the 12 spot. Oh, okay. Swift Barkley. Love, love you're, Swift. you're on. I like I and I like pushing it a little bit on Barkley to get yep. that Swift Bark. I, I like doing this. What he did, where how. The the puppy three is only going to be open for like we said a week or two. Right. How many teams are going to have Swift Barkley? And really, what is the difference between Swift Barkley and Henry Devonte? Right. right? Um, so I really like that. I'm a big fan of Hollywood. Love Paired that. him with Pitts. They play in Week 17, and that is incredible. Uh, yeah, also, Kyler. really good, really good value on Pitts. Really good value on Kyler, London. Ayuk, Sky Moore, he stole Sky Moore from us. Um, I'm not a big Ertz fan, but uh, okay. Um, Spiller, Palmer, Pickens, Isaiah McKenzie, another one of my guys. Wandale, both of our guys. Jamal Williams, who you talked about. Uh, Dubs, I love, uh, excuse me, Dobbs. 
which remember that now uh romeo uh everybody has been saying it's romeo dubs he corrected that it's romeo dobbs which i never would would remember that but good to know (laughs) and Eno and a little bit of Mariota at the end that's a fun team it's a fun team i I like i like those like those late round receivers that he got those are a lot of yeah i love that i love what i love what he did there um Nick was in the 107 really quick. We will uh shooby doobie. We will uh so he took Kelsey. I support I support the Kelsey thing. He took Javante, another one of my guys. He took Mike Williams, who we were considering, right. you know, uh, a few picks before. So definitely like that. Juju, he he might have he might have been mad at us. He took he took Kelsey in the first and right. Juju in the fourth. And uh, you know, we we took Mahomes. Uh very wide receiver heavy with Darnell Mooney, Elijah Moore, and and MVS. Well, he's still loaded up on the Chiefs, even without Mahomes. Started with Gibson at running back, Justin Fields at quarterback with some rookie wide receivers in here. Um, who's your second quarterback? Zach Wilson. Okay. I, I I support this team. You definitely started to get locked out of running back, though, Nick. Um, even more than even more than we did. Gibson, Gibson. <laughs> Tyrion Davis Price, Raheem Mostert, Tyler Beatty, and Isaiah Pacheco is going to be a tough, a tough, <laughs> tough year at running back. Yeah, the, the, you still have 149 other puppy teams to draft. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You got 149 more shots at this. And as we're getting ready to to wrap up, the the sex bots have made their way into the chat. Jeff, I really yeah. appreciate um you joining me. What is your plan? Uh, are are you are you hanging up? Are you are you hanging up the draft uh, uh, boots or what? What's the plan for the rest yeah. of the day? Are you gonna make it to fifty? Oh no no no! I'm done. I am. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. I, I, I hopefully I'm not done for the season. But it's fine. I'm going away on vacation on the twentieth. I'm out of the country for two weeks. So I gotta I gotta really you know buckle it down in the next few weeks here to make sure that I'm uh, yeah fully vested. You know. But uh, listen, man. Thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate. it. I had a great time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for joining me. What um, you're doing this article coming out on US Bats, correct? Tomorrow I'll, it'll be written in. It's, okay, it's coming. It's coming out tomorrow. Anything else that uh, you got in the works that the people should uh, be on the lookout for? Uh, I don't know. Every day's a new. Every day's a new adventure. Ooh, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, go follow uh, Jeff. Did I say Edelstein? It's Edelstein. Yep. Correct. It. Okay, at, at Jeff Edelstein on Twitter. Um, putting out tons of great content on us bets. He was, like he said, he was on the swole cast. Um, he's everywhere. He's everywhere for us at, uh, at, at good old, good old better collective. Uh, I will be back on Wednesday with another show tomorrow. Rob, who you saw in the chat, who was hating on Brandon cooks, but then quickly pivoted to loving on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, will be hosting the spike week football show tomorrow at 6 PM Eastern. And, uh, we will see you guys, uh, Soon. We'll see you guys soon.